Hello, everybody, and welcome to Insane Rhetoric. We are so happy you decided to come and join us today. We have a great topic for you today, and we know you will love it as much as we do. So come on in and enjoy the ride. That is Insane Rhetoric. Hey guys, this is Fire from Insane Rhetoric. Check this out. Listen, we need your help in sustaining future episodes, conversations, so we can bring more of the craziness and the insanity to you that's going on in your community, in your city, and in your world. Can you please help us to donate to Insane Rhetoric? And your small, medium, or large gifts are more than appreciated. And we would love to keep this station coming to you and giving you the information that you need about the insanity in your world. So check this out. Please, please, please donate to Insane Rhetoric so we can sustain future episodes. Hey, thank you once again. Fire out. What up, Insane Rhetoric? What up, Insane Rhetoric? What's up? What's up? Us? What's up? You know what it is. The world is upside down and we're trying to make it right side up. It's Insane Rhetoric. It's Insane Rhetoric. <laughs> hey, we live in five. Let's, let's go, sister. What's good? What's on the flow? Who is in the news today? Good morning, y'all. I know it's some white people in the news today. <laughs> Why we starting like that? I'm, no, you I confused know. me a lot of mornings. I we. I know some white people in the news. Okay, about? so Greg and Dan in the news. See, he told you. <laughs> <laughs> See, yeah, I'm from Texas. I don't know either one of them personally. But we talk about it so much on Insane Rhetoric. I feel I feel a close Yeah, they're part of the family. They're, they're part of the family now. <laughs> with they're like Dan brothers. <laughs> they are brothers from a different mother. Like <laughs> we are real familiar with our antics. That's all that we're saying. Dan Patrick. <laughs> with, <laughs> I got to talk to my little brother, Abbott, because he still has not eradicated rape yet, and I'm having a problem. No, he's not even that. talking about it anymore. I bet he ain't. So he already reneged on the campaign promise. <laughs> Before he even got there again. See, it's like, listen, I don't know what he's going to do. We, we can't trust him. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so... Recently, he's been in the news, Greg Abbott. He's been in the news um, because he, he made sure that he notified state agencies. He said that the use of diversity, equity, and inclusion initiatives in hiring is illegal. Mm. I wonder where did he get that from? Ooh. 
He says that it violates the law because they expressly favor some demographic groups to the detriment of others. Uh, haven't that been around since the 60s? So what's new about that? I mean, like, they've been doing that for years. So, so why are we trying to put this on the campaign trail for whatever reason? They said, just so you know, the funding for these programs, if you have a program that uses diversity in its hiring practices and in its practices, that's illegal too. So they cut off funding. Because see, well, most people don't know in corporations and major companies, they get kickbacks for diversities being in their company. For any type of different ethnic group other than white folks, they get kickbacks for that. So you have to have so many of an ethnic group in a company. It can't just be, okay, a white company. It can't be, just be a black company. You have to have some other minorities in companies and you will get tax breaks and kickbacks for doing it. It's just like having your company next to a lake or somebody of water. You get federal funding for that because the ducks and all the geese that migrate there and drink, they get kickbacks from that. Same difference. Well, they're saying that it, it, it violates both federal and state law. They say that, so the person is, uh, I think you pronounce, Renee Eze is the spokesperson mm -hmm. for the government, Abbott. She, she said, here's her quote, the issue is not diversity. The issue is equity. The issue, wait a minute. Okay, y'all, y'all know it's early more. Let me start over. <laughs> you need some coffee. Oh, Dunkin' Donuts, Dunkin' Donuts, mm -hmm. Dunkin' Donuts. This is an oat milk latte. And once again, wonderful sponsorship of Starbucks. Starbucks, Starbucks, Starbucks. We clicking our heels three times over here. Starbucks. <laughs> okay. We're making another run. <laughs> okay. The issue is not diversity. The issue is that equity is not equality. Here in Texas, we give people a chance to advance based on talent and merit. So, but the whole point back in the day was the fact that people of color could not even get the job of that caliber, of a certain caliber. Exactly. In order to advance because of their talent. Their exactly. talent couldn't even get them in the door. Exactly. Exactly. I, 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 I would say it like this, like, I don't believe that it's about that, because if that's the case, then what is the problem with the people with the borders that they have and letting all these people in and you giving them a chance right out the gate? And they ain't even here legally. Because most people who come over and jump fences and uh, burrow through the tunnels, um, they get tax breaks for the first five years that they're over here when you start up a company. 
even black people from being here don't get that. So um, I got a problem with that. Okay. Okay. So it's diversity, equity, and inclusion. They call it DEI. Here we go so, with this inclusion, miss. So, so in this, this memo, some institutions use the framework in hiring to ensure they foster a diverse applicant pool and undertake an equitable process for internal employment decisions such as promotions. Okay, so that's what I just said, right? Mm -hmm. Okay, contrary to their stated goal, DEI programs worsen discrimination in hiring instead of alleviating, alleviating it. Indeed, rather than increasing diversity in the workplace, these DEI initiatives have are having the opposite effect and are being advanced in ways that provocatively encourage discrimination in the workplace. So, so y'all, okay. I was, listen. I was in I was I was in the laundromat. I'm using laundromat because because I know that that's a word that's more universally known than washteria. Laundromat. Hey, I ain't mad because I didn't know what you was talking about. When you <laughs> <laughs> like what? Y'all knew, knew it was an inside joke. Okay, listen. Laundromat. I was in the laundromat. It's a laundromat that I frequented since the day they opened. Just recently, I walked into the laundromat and the attendant, who's very new, watched me from the time I entered the, the establishment all around, as I walked around the establishment, they got up and followed to see where I was going. Now I had my clothes in the little laundromat basket. They followed me. And being who I am, I jumped stupid and said, what you looking at? Why are you following me around the laundromat? Okay, I said, watch the cheery. Listen, then the lady pretended not to be able to speak English. All the people in the laundromat decided they didn't speak English except for one young man. I had taken her picture because I was getting ready to call the police. I didn't need her to call the police. I was going to call them. Yeah, that's what I do. I call her before you have a chance to call them. <laughs> She said, but it's on the camera. That's what she told the boy and young man. I said, yeah, I know it's on the camera. That's why I'm getting ready to call the police. You wouldn't help me. You were watching me. I have also, in, in other related news, in my lifetime, and in recent lifetime, was not given an opportunity 
and saw a lot of different people of a certain color and a certain sexuality be hired instead of me. And then these people quit or be fired because they really didn't have the qualifications and the, the qualifications and were not able to hold up to the job that they were given. Mm -hmm. So I know that this is a bunch of crippity crap. Right. You, you have to have these things in place so that people who have those qualifications, people who black, brown, Asian, whatever, Latino, Latinx, whatever they, okay. Listen. See, equality, equality only equates to people who are in position to hire other people that they think is like-minded. It's just like... Um, well, we both have a certain person that we know. We used to work with them. Yeah. They had a little crush on you. And we know that we know that that particular person will hire based on their discrimination. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, she was, that's what she did. Like mm -hmm. she, she had certain things she didn't like. And if you looked at part, she wouldn't even put your resume in the pile mm -hmm. or even look at it. Mm hmm yeah i mean and that's and that's what i'm saying like and i ain't trying to be funny it's a lot of grand wizards sitting in companies yeah that's, it, that's in the hr department i mean like it's, it's just, it is what it is this particular it's, person had a she was talking to a person who was uh born in africa mm -hmm. on facetime mm -hmm. and she had the rebel flag as a tapestry on her wall in her house. And she was sitting in front of it, talking to this African-born person. No tact at all. This person, even though... So, so this particular person, they are fully aware of the stuff that goes on here. And they see the difference and they are aware that they kind of get a little, you know, privilege over Af Africans who are American born, right. African-American. Right. Okay. But they don't go for that. Like they, they have naturalized and they vote and they vote a certain way based on the experience they see here and whatever. So they came to me. They didn't have a clue. This person didn't have a clue that me and this friend was, me and this person was friends. And this person came to me and said, hey, I need you to watch your back. And I said, okay, what's going on? They say, hey, I just had a FaceTime with such and such. And they had a rebel flag on their wall. And they didn't seem to care that I saw the rebel flag. I guess because I'm African born and not African American. And I was like, okay, cool, gotcha. Yeah. I like, you know, I, I just say, man, like, you know, I don't think that the world would ever get away from discrimination. 
because, and the other word I was thinking about yesterday was capitalist. Oh yeah, we were talking <laughs> about some. Yeah, we. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't think the 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 world would ever get away from discrimination because the reason why is the one percent of people who are in power, be it white, black, Puerto Rican, whatever the one percent is, and whoever they are. They have to have somebody beneath them so they can feel elevated. Actually, that's why they're elevated, because they're standing on the backs of other people. You know, so in that, I don't think the world will ever be rid of discrimination, among other things. You know what I'm saying? Racism. It's just it's just a part of life. There is no way you're going to change. Uh, what is it? 240 year old system of the United States, you know, what I'm saying? and abroad, you know, just not just picking on the United States, mm -hmm. there's discrimination everywhere in certain some form of fashion. So, I mean, I don't think that is ever going to go anywhere, right? But it's not, it's not, but again, you know, here I am saying it again, don't blame Whitey for everything. I know y'all don't like when I say that, but yeah. listen, listen, I'm not talking about the fact that a system was created to, to divide and conquer. I'm not talking about that. What I mean is that whoever we are, whatever we bring to the table, regardless of color, whatever, whoever we are as people, give them a chance. We bring them. We bring our experiences to the table. We bring our thoughts, experiences, whatever, our education, whatever we got to the table of whatever it is that we're doing. So whoever, whoever is looking at those applications, they're bringing whoever they are to the table. So whether they're Black, African-American, whatever, and they have racist tendencies toward, you know, white, Latino, Chinese, whatever, okay? If they're white and they have these same biases against black, Latino, whatever, okay? We all bring that to the table. And you can have as many classes as you want to about diversity and and all of that, but if they don't do the work as themselves, as people to change their thought process, they're always going to be the one at the table shuffling your application. Mm -hmm. It's not. It's not even. Look, it's not even just about race because I'm now experiencing ageism on the job I'm on right now. It's certain stuff that's said about being older like i said something okay so um i said something i was asked a question a group was asked a question and it was a funny conversation and so i said something from my past my experience i added that because people were acting like they didn't know what this person was talking about. So I added from my experience and they turned around and they laughed because it was meant to be funny. It was, 
but they laughed and immediately they said, we don't need no 1966. That was a comment on my age that didn't mm. need to be said. Right. Now, which, had you said... Which, which is discrimination and it, it, it is best and I could have sued you behind it. Now, it could... It, it could have been said, um, oh my God, that's such an old commercial. That would have been a little different. Mm -hmm. But we don't need no 1966. And it, it was a comment on my age. And I said, well, you asked me. Right. If it's what and, you and, said. And see, that's 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 the problem. Like the certain, <laughs> like I certain values of old times span across time. You know what I'm saying? When you have good values that's solid and good ethics that you were brought up in morals and intentions are great and good, you know, you can take that anywhere and uh, do anything you pretty much want to do. My grandmother used to tell me, your attitude declares your aptitude. You know what I'm saying? How your attitude is, is the farther you will go in your aptitude because people with a great attitude, it don't matter what roadblock they have, people open doors for people like that. You know what I'm saying? Right. You just got to have that type of attitude. But if you, you have a nonchalant attitude about things, ain't nobody going to do nothing for you. I mean, here, here's... Here, here, here's a, a, a spiritual moment. <laughs> the, the, the Bible says this. It says, I'll make your enemies your footstool. <laughs> I mean, and bring your enemies to eat at the same table that you were eating from. So he's basically saying in that text, like, it don't matter who coming against you. Hey, if your attitude is right and your will is right, then I'm going to push you regardless anyway. <laughs> so yeah. can't nobody stop your destiny. They can hold it up for a minute if you let them or delay it for a minute if you let them. But otherwise, because like- I, but I think that's what the 60s movement meant. That I think that's what it has done because there was, you know, all of this, fighting and whatever, protesting and all of this. Um, but, but the right side prevailed. And you can see that people are still angry about that because now there's more talent in the pool. Mm-hmm. And people who were accustomed to being entitled or are no me. longer allowed to be entitled because there's more talent, Filipino talent, Chinese mm -hmm. talent, mm -hmm. Latino talent, African-American talent, whatever, uh, Indian, Pakistan, yeah, what, yeah. A African, there's more talent in the pool to choose from. And instead of being better to do better for yourself or creating things for others and yourself, you're sitting in the corner pouting and fighting 
uh, well, let's just make it be like it used to be. I'm empowered now, so I can make it be like it used to be for my boy, my friends to be in charge. And that ain't gonna work because then you're gonna have the ethics committee come down on you and the people like the EEOC come in and tear your company apart. Well, yeah. then we'll just tear the EEOC down. We'll tear all of that down. And and that ain't gonna work either for you. Cause that's what they were designed to do. So I mean, that ain't gonna work for you. I mean, this this I mean, like I I, I like everybody until they dislike me. You, you right, but everybody saying? doesn't. Can, everybody doesn't have that same. Right. Everybody doesn't they, have that. They, right, you're right, and that's what I'm saying. For me, I can get along with pretty much anybody in any room, talk about anything, and have some solid case that I can build on on what they're talking about. And then if you see that I don't. I don't you 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 don't think that I'm on your level because you are a different color. Well, the room was just already established that hey, I can run with the best of them. But you try to go ahead and discount me because of my color or my beliefs or whatever the case may be, then that's that's your missed opportunity because you don't know how well I can make your company because you never gave me a chance. That's all a person needs is a chance. Listen, I, 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 I know a person who's deaf who gets discriminated against constantly. Mm -hmm. Not only because they're deaf, but also because they happen to be an African-American woman. Mm -hmm. And to when you have a conversation with this young woman, I mean, you just want to just like pull up some kind of protest after you hear all of the things that they have to go through in order just to maintain. And when they get a promotion, which by the way, this particular young woman has gotten five raises in the last year and a half. Because apparently she's good at what she does. Yes. Not, not because it's a help me to... to to oh you're on the bottom or you're black and we need to promote you situation. If right. you get five raises in a year, you're good at what you do. Yes, she's 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 very good at what she does, and so she's rewarded for it. But it's said that because she's deaf, it's said that because she, so in this particular job that she's in. She happened to know she didn't she didn't realize that this person was going to have anything to do with this job. Mm -hmm. She got the job. And then it happened that somebody like oh, somebody, two people over her supervisor mm -hmm. was this person that she happened to know. Mm -hmm. Who is the one who's bringing down mm -hmm. the raises. Because of the work she's dead. She that she's done. doing to promote this this particular department that she's in, so, so. her supervisor that she's directly over, she say she say this person depends on her and one other person in their department mm -hmm. to get things done. Mm -hmm. It don't see that's that's and see that's what I say like when it comes to discrimination. Okay, here's a history fact. Beethoven was deaf 
he was one of the most accomplished pianists in the world. And he started going deaf when he was about 25. <laughs> so he knew what sound was up until that time. Ray Charles was blind. So was Stevie. So was R. Tatum. The best pianist that the world has ever known has had some type of handicap. Even through all that stuff that they had to deal with, they still was able to do with what they wanted to do because somebody gave them a chance. And that's all I'm saying. Give a person a chance and they might turn your company around. But you blackball people or, or ostracized people because of what they are, what you think they should be, then you will never go anywhere. So, so this is really just another wrong on the ladder of systemic racism, yeah. which we've been talking about for a while when we started talking about uh, Dr. Carol Swain and the fake senator and uh, <laughs> Mr. Whitfield in right. Dallas, right? you know, with critical race theory. Yeah. Right. So it's right. just a it's it so so you so system systemic system racism upon systems. And That's... you see the system upon systems upon systems that are being broken down yeah. in order to elevate those who have been entitled. I don't know if we just that. if we systematically cut this stuff off, they don't want to do that though. Then like people that, of color, any color now, it, now I'm not that. talking about just African-American, right. any color, that. people of color, and these talented people of color can no longer get access to what we want access to, what we want most of our people to have access to. Because if we're going to be in place in these places, then we can also handpick who we want. They don't want to do that because that's what you call leveling the playing field. And the people with billions and trillions of dollars don't want to do that. Like one of the number one companies in, in the United States right now has been Tesla. And we reported about the man, the black man that who was discriminated against and called all type of racist names. And he went and filed suit against Tesla and, and sued him and won. You know what I'm saying? Like some people just don't think that you need to be here with them. And, and that's, that's just crazy because you don't know the inner workings of men and women inside their heads. You don't know what they what they do, how they are. Like one one movie comes to mind with me. I can't call the lady's name, but you know, I think it's Taraji P. Henson, but you can correct me if I'm wrong. Hidden figures. <laughs> like about the woman not being integrated into this into this system of men, but was one of the baddest mathematicians no you you know what i'm saying like mm -hmm. all somebody need is a chance mm -hmm. that's it that's and that's a lot that's all a lot of people want is a chance most people don't want you to give them nothing they will right or 
they willing to work for it. I'm just saying, I'm going to tell you that when I was growing up, now I don't know about today. I, I'm kind of suspect about today. I'm still working on today's people. But when I was growing up, everybody in my world worked for what they got. Mm-hmm. And we were all taught to work for, work what, for what we got. Exactly. And if we didn't achieve, we were told something along the lines of work harder. You need right. You need to work harder. You you not. I don't see you doing anything. Right. I need you to figure out how to get your butt up and work. Work exactly. So yeah, in, in today's society, everybody wants a freaking handout. It's not like that. You know what I'm saying? And I'm when I say everybody, I'm talking about the people that's in certain people's circles. You see all the people on the corners begging for something. You got two good arms, two good legs, and you out here for eight hours begging. You can go stand in somebody's line and get on a freaking, uh, what is it called, a hiring staff and make money. But society has caused people to just ask for things and then if they don't give you what you want, then you want to take it. Now it's a criminal act. You know what I'm saying? So it's a it's a downhill spiral. Like somebody asked me for some for some money when I was downtown. I was like, nope. You walking around here downtown doing whatever it is you want to do and you think you're going to get something from me. I don't go to work for nobody else but my family. Me and my family and my family alone. I'm not going to hand out nothing that I work hard for to you that's going to be on her asking me for something every time you see me. Nope. Don't I know? Don't <laughs> I know? He's speaking the truth, y'all. I'm just going to say, he know what I'm talking about. He know what I'm talking about. It's an inside joke, but I know. Yeah, I'm working on that. Please don't don't <laughs> don't, don't persecute me and nail me to the cross. I'm working and trying to do what I gotta do. Concerning it's concerning my sister. I, I mean, but like sometimes it's it's hard. And you know what I'm saying? When especially when you got people depending on you trying to do this, that, and the third, and it's always something. You know, that's why I'm trying to be like the Haitians and get five more jobs. <laughs> Like that, that's that's exactly why she and T. I'm always I just what what I tell you, I just went and took a drug test yesterday for another job. Like I'm always trying to get another job. I'm tell you, I'm tell you, the only person I ever knew that worked at me the jobs was my dad. It's <laughs> like he he worked a lot of jobs. Okay, dude, anyway, dude. so along with that. With Greg Abbott, Dan Patrick, y'all know how we feel about Dan Patrick. Go back, like, subscribe, follow. Go back DP. and listen to that episode. DP, Dan that, Patrick, uh, DP. DP. Go, go back and listen to that episode, y'all, about Dan Patrick. But anyway, when he's and Ken Paxton, y'all go back and listen to all that. Anyway, so Dan Patrick is. Uh, Lieutenant Governor, ain't he? He he caught. Listen, he he called He called for a recount. On what? Ain't the ain't the election over? Why is he? What are we a month in after the election down now? Or two months? What? what why, is he, why is he doing that? Yes, he is our Lieutenant Governor, but y'all listen. He he, he called for a recount on November's election because. 
<laughs> okay, so let me tell y'all. Two months in. So on on the on the on the on the surface, I'm I would be upset about this because I am a Republican. So I would be a part of this, like, you know, you know, we need to make sure the vote's right, whatever, whatever. But listen, I'm a little suspect because because I am an African American woman. Let's see, I'm bringing my experiences brought to the table, okay? Listen, I'm a little suspect on this because the voting paper, we were in a shortage of the voting paper. So some people didn't get to vote. So that's like McDonald's when they have a shortage on apple pies and say they ain't got none. It's like- So those people that didn't get to vote, he says, well, Dan Patrick is like, well, okay, so what about some of those people who were told this, but they never came back to check to make sure that we got some more paper so they didn't get a chance to cast their vote? See, that's that's the higher up. See, that's what I'm saying. If you finna hold an election, help me, help me. If you finna hold an uh, election. I'm playing the organ over here. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Don't you have enough paper? Ooh. What? Oh, what? Oh, what? Don't you have enough paper to count the votes? Say yes. Say yes. No, you need paper. <laughs> oh my goodness, man! Why don't you? Why don't you have enough paper? You you know you're gonna have an election, though, for real. Like, how could you not? <laughs> we bring tears to people's eyes over here. It is Sarah. Why don't you have what you need as government officials and state officials? I, I, I don't understand that. You setting up for a, a vote to have a voting, an election. You're setting up for an election. A huge election because it's the governor. We vote for the governor. Right. So why don't you have... You know people you coming out for that election. It's just like they coming out for the presidential right. election. Exactly. So We why? have votes every two years. Listen, let me tell y'all something. So y'all know I'm a teacher, right? Okay, so I was sitting in the classroom this week and another teacher in a different classroom, like across the hall, they speak very loudly all the time. Sometimes I think they speak loudly on purpose so as to try to distract me. That's another story. But they speak loudly all the time and they were given the social studies lesson <laughs> and they said... Time out. Time out. You said social studies. They don't do social studies in Texas anymore. Okay, well, okay, I'm calling it social studies. Okay, because I'm going to bring up a case against somebody that... No, no, no. The, I'm calling it social studies. They call it social studies, but it's not complete social studies. What they was talking about was voting. And they were teaching the children that you vote every year.
Then they said, now wait a minute. They said every year when you go to vote every year, then they said, oh no, wait a minute. Every four years, you know, like when you vote for the president, then they said, no, wait a minute. Then they said, wait a minute. I think it's every year, every four years. Okay, when you go to vote. They need to be fired. This teacher is 50 years old. I don't care. She needs to be fired. This teacher is African-American. She needs to be fired. Why you don't know when it's time to vote and how often you supposed to vote? And you teach in the class? What class do she normally teach? So her, so she works as a partner. What does there's, that mean? So there's a, there's a, the children switch classes midday. So you're in reading, social studies, one half of the day. You're in math, science, the second half mm-hmm. of the day. Okay. The partner, they work as a team. Okay. So one is teaching reading and social studies. Is she one a certified teacher? Yes. Okay. Has been for 20 some odd years. She need to be fired if she don't know when to vote. And so they switch. And this was, she... I, I don't know about her. <clears throat> I'm just saying. She's she's. I don't think she's qualified. If you can tell me how often you Yeah. I want to have a contest on insane rhetoric. How many people can name all the fifty states and the <laughs> governors or senators? Senators would probably be easy. Senators of those states. Without without Google, <laughs> well, you know they're gonna use Google. I say without Google, like if you call up her and I say I just jump out a name of of a state and you be like, "This is that that senator." You only get three seconds. You can't look nothing up in three seconds on Google like that. <laughs> well, <laughs> we need to have a contest. I, I want to know somebody who can recite all 50 states without missing one. Yeah. Because the senators and governors might be too hard for some people because they a lot of people don't know the chain of command and how that works. I would, listen, I want to have contests for somebody who can name all three houses that govern the United States. you. <laughs> Thank you, civil boy. Name me all three houses. Now, also, I know we're tearing up Texas today. Okay, we're tearing up Texas. We'll get on one of you other states another day. Yeah. But also in Texas news, the Texas Comptroller, his name is Glenn Hager. Right. He accused Harris County of defunding law enforcement. So we just had a show about that. So yeah, Harris County defunded that. That's the county I live in, y'all. So I mean, Harris County is one of the. I think that's like the biggest police department in Houston. That flood, that that is huge. Yeah, it's a big, big. That's a big county. It's a big county, y'all. So maybe that's why David Patrick That's why David Patrick want to vote. I don't think. Police should have uh, military grade tanks knocking down people's dope. So, 
Well, speaking of police, we're gonna get off Texas for a minute. Y'all see Why? how I said it? Y'all Listen, see, I said you, police, you, I didn't say you police. Brought that, you brought that horse, we're gonna ride it. <laughs> speaking of police, I, I'm not gonna say police. Speaking of police, so y'all know Dimitri um Haley. Yeah, in Memphis. The one that killed um, Mr. Nicholas. Yeah, the one. Mm -hmm. He's the first one to be brought up on charges. <sighs> okay, so listen, y'all. It's a lady. It's a lady in Missouri who said that she tried to warn people about Mr. Haley. It's a video. Y'all go look it up. It's a video. She got a video where he was part of a team of officers who showed up because of a fake, it was a if it was a false shooting. So wait a minute. Hold on. The lady is from Missouri. Was she in Memphis? At this time, or was no, she, she was in Missouri. Apparently, so Mr. Haley, the police department in Missouri first. Yes, and he was under internal affairs because of this lady's charge. She went and reported it to internal affairs. Made a made a report. Mm -hmm. Report public mm -hmm. report. Yeah. In so February 21st, 2021 he, is when the event happened. He better be thankful he was out there in Arnold, Missouri and not in the city of St. Louis because he wouldn't have made it to Memphis. So, you, you know, like St. Louis has, I think it's uh, the number one murder rate right now. I think they're well, like, there you go. I, I think they're like already at like 257 uh into this year already and this is okay just so there you go now now we okay so now we can ask if how many of these deaths did he have to do with because he's on he's well, on the he national did. stage now for right he was doing he what in he arnold, did though. he and if he was in arnold that's a whole nother different police department that's that's arnold is uh which which is shocking because Arnold is usually considered to be a racist area, and for you to take on the black police out there is is yeah. Well, it was a these were African American women in the video. Y'all go watch it. It was it was African American women. They were returning a red box video to get other red box videos, and. So you got arrested and damn near got shot because you was finna get you was putting a movie in a box. Mm, okay, <laughs> that sound about right. I didn't seen it happen for worse. I didn't yeah for less. Yeah, that's all. Right. That's about right. Okay. Yeah. You know, say la vie. <laughs> so this Demetrius. Y'all, it came out, you know, we didn't have all the details the last time we talked about this on this show. Demetrius Haley. I wonder if he related to Alex Haley. I hope not. 
Anyway, <laughs> apparently he did not tell Tyree Nichols why he had been pulled over. Nobody did. And apparently he was talking on the phone during the stop. Oops. Who does that? Who talks on the phone while they whipping up on somebody? Police. Oh, okay. Like, how you gonna tell me not to text message in, in, <laughs> in my car, but you got a whole computer on board? <laughs> you just riding down the street looking folks up. <laughs> Man, this is crazy. This is crazy. Like, you gonna tell me not to run a real light, but y'all run all the real light. Y'all will turn on, y'all to be sitting at a stop, turn on your lights to run the red light. I, I'm, yeah. I'm just saying, man, I done, I done saying this, man. I done seen this happen. I done seen it go down. Like, stuff that they talk about, man, like I say, man, I pull up behind the police just to run their plate sometime. <laughs> So he was wearing a black hoodie when he walked up and approached Tyree Nichols and he was on the phone. Mm. He was talking on the phone. Man, listen, like once again, people can say what they want to say, think what they want to think. I he, think he approached the car yelling obscenity. So Blah blah blah, 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 and you just yelling and shouting at me. See, okay, so like, I know a person who had that encounter and dude tried to rough this other guy up that I knew. And the guy that I knew wound up shooting and killing him. Come to find out, it was a off-duty police officer, but he never flashed the badge, never said on the police, never said nothing. Right, and that's what that's what this Demetrius and, did. And that's what I'm saying. The cars he, parked in opposite directions. You get out your car with a hoodie. You in an unmarked car, mm -hmm. and you yelling at mm -hmm. the person in the other car he who was has wrong. no clue he was that wrong. you're even. The police. If the if Tyree was uh any other type of guy from from Memphis who had that encounter, two things would have happened. One, a dude would either drove off, or two, he would have shot and killed him. Mm -hmm. It's as simple as that, because you ain't making no authority call of who you are. So, and like that case I just told you about, the guy that I know, he got off on that because there was nothing that warranted him showing that he was a part of the police system. And he lost his life behind it. Yeah. 
So, I mean, like, dude, in this day and age, you finna jump out or yell at somebody when people have shot and killed people in passing on a bridge, on a car, you know, like, for less, because you just cut them off. You, you know what I'm saying? So, like, like right. that was a bad situation for him to put himself in. You know what I'm saying? You should have put your, at least brought your badge out and put it on your chest or something and say, hey, man, I'm on the police, whoop, whoop, in the third. But well, if that dude would have killed him, he wouldn't have been liable for that because he didn't know he didn't know who he was. So they had five officers who were like, I'm I'm saying immediately, but it was within the first 20 days of all this happening. Mm-hmm. Five officers were charged with murder. Now nah, that's fine. Okay. I I had them laughing at work yesterday. I was like, I, I know how to read, but I don't know how to count. It's it's an inside joke about something, y'all. I we talk about it later. But okay, so that's why I'm holding my fingers up because I need my fingers to count. Listen, you have five officers, the five who came on the national stage that, that next day. Okay. Mm-hmm. Right. You got two other officers who've been put on administrative paid leave. Mm-hmm. That might be in the two that was white. You think? One of them, I know they, okay. Then you had seven. So seven and seven is 14. Mm-hmm. Okay. You got seven that are still under investigation. Okay, so 14 and Tyreek, one. 14 slash one. 14 dash one. <laughs> That's a heck of a fraction, ain't it? 14. Over one. Over one. Yeah, man. Like, like, 14. Like, I don't like I said, man. I don't, I don't know, man. I don't, that that whole system, man. Like I said, I think you need to turn down that whole police department system because to me, it'll never be structured right unless you tear it down and put it back together. But mm-hmm. Yeah, I think he's the one that actually said that MF made me spray myself. I think he's the one that said that. I think. I'm... Like I say, I... Yeah. <laughs> it's like, man, good thing I ain't on the board. Yeah. That's all I like to say. Good thing I ain't on the board because, like, I think what's good for the goose is good for the gander. Period. That's an old saying. You know, if you if you finna try to pull something like that off, and you get caught up in doing it, I think it's your turn. Yeah. So, by the way, the person on the phone heard the whole encounter. Of course. So you never could. Off that call, even while you beating the snot out that man. 
Yeah. I said snot. Just so <laughs> I'm trying to do better with my language. <laughs> Notice I said MF earlier. Um, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, man. I just don't know. I think anyway, it is what it is. Anyway, listen, we, we probably got to go, but listen, I want to say something. Shout out to Ohio man. Where he come from? Ohio. I don't know. Ohio. <laughs> Shout out to Ohio man. It's been a long, long time coming. <laughs> Y'all know I got quiet. Okay, take us out of here, Cole. Whoa, we, we got anything else to talk about? Nope. Oh. That's enough. It's only too much we can say about somebody that beat somebody up. DP, AB, and Nicholas. Come on, man. Like That's, that's enough. That's a fun field day. <laughs> it's only so much we can say about somebody beating somebody up. Because we said all we had to say the last time. Right. Like, oh. mm, I think they should get the pendulum. A slow cutting, a swinging of the pendulum. Well, um, they already been fired. That was kind of quick. Yeah. Or oh, the guillotine. Guillotine works. Or the, no. torture, or the torture rack, you stretch and pull a person apart. I have a lot of, lot, lot, I read a lot of medieval books when I was growing up. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, uh, uh. that guillotine. That guillotine was a son of a guy. When I read Le Mis, that guillotine frightened me. Yeah, it was. A, it was. It I'm was, sorry. I, I okay. It is Black History Month. Le miser, le misera. It means the miserables. Mm -hmm. French. It's French. Alexander Dumas. Black History Month. Alexander mm -hmm. Dumas. Yeah. The black writer. Black French writer. Yep. Black History Month. Okay. For those of you who didn't know, I know most of our listeners are in the know and they know things like this. Yes. But we are the Adult Sesame, Adult Sesame Street. Street. So. Not to be confused with the letter people. It takes letter to make words to create Sesame Street. You know, we're not <laughs> the letter people. We're the Adult Sesame Street because I have inquiry minds want to know. <laughs> like, I've learned so much on this show just because we ask questions. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. No, but so, anyway, All but right, that well, story you... has a lot about it, has a lot to say about a guillotine. Yeah. A it's guillotine, good. if you don't know what that is, is a device that chops your head off. Yeah. And it's, it's super sharp and super swift and it's, it's accurate. It's an executioner's device. Yeah. That they used in medieval times. Yeah. It was, ooh, ooh, that guillotine. You, you don't want to be a part yeah, of that. Yeah. I read that. Part, you don't want to be a part of the guillotine ministry. <laughs> <laughs> so I read that. That's how I became acquainted with the guillotine because that, that, I read that, that book. 
that was kind of scary. Yeah, that that guillotine was something. But they had, like I say, they had a lot of stuff in the medieval times that, like, how did you think of it? Yeah, you know what I'm saying like, and in the Roman times, they tied people to horses and pulled them apart four different ways. Yeah, let's hope let's hope Dan Patrick and Greg Abbott don't take us all the way back to. Uh, <laughs> that, that ain't gonna work. Somebody ain't gonna make it. I mean, probably yeah. one of them. <laughs> what are you doing? What is you trying to pull? Why are you trying to put me in this? This ain't gonna work out. <laughs> Oh, hey, y'all. I know I was I was going to say happy Valentine's Day, co-host. Happy Valentine's Day to you. It's not happy Valentine's Day today, but it's coming up Tuesday. It's coming up. Yeah, it's coming up. So the history behind Valentine's Day oh, there was, we go. was, was yeah. the cover up of the Valentine's Day massacre. That was one of the histories. <sighs> Bonnie and Clyde. Like the Valentine's Day massacre was uh, uh, Capone up there in Chicago, which was around the time of who Bonnie and Clyde, those were the same uh, eras, <laughs> yeah. But uh, most people know Valentine's Day because those are the day that's the day that uh, Bonnie and Clyde was actually murdered, they caught them on that day and they. Made it a holiday after that, after Capone and all them, and they was like, "Yeah, uh, it's it's nice to love people." Yeah, after you slaughtered them by the police, uh, being shot down like dogs in the street. Sound familiar? Cover up. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. Sound so, familiar. I want to tell you. I know we get ready to go, but so. So I don't really pre prefer to celebrate Valentine's Day. I don't prefer to celebrate no holiday. 90% of them are pagan. Oh, I'm sorry to those who don't know no better. <laughs> so why you don't like Valentine's Day? So if you really go, so if you really go and look at like who the the day is named for, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that person eventually became a saint, but in their lifetime, like were crooked, wicked. Well, they were wicked, wicked, evil, yeah, sedacious, sadistic. Yes. Yeah, I, 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 and and that's what I'm saying. I mean, people change their ways, you know. Saw Paul scales off. He didn't change his ways. I'm not going to get into a theological conversation with you either. Saul didn't change his ways. Well, God did, is what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. Saul didn't didn't wouldn't. He would have remained who he was. Yeah. <laughs> And and so is the so is the tale with Saint Valentine, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. how which is how he ended up being a saint. Exactly, exactly. But I, I just don't ascribe to that. I get it. I never did. Like even as a little girl, like I was just like, I mean, you know, as a little girl, I might have wanted the candy and 
you know, if they gave out the little hearts and that's cards, but that's again, that's just like Christmas candy. Like that's the merchandise of it all. Yeah, I mean, I don't, but I don't like the whole. Cause to me, I got. I if I love you, I love you three sixty five. Like Christmas and Thanksgiving, I, I love you. Thanks. I give thanks all the time. Not Easter, because it's a holiday. Easter, you know? yeah. I like, do three sixty five. Like. Yeah. And that's that's the point I be making, man. Like you, you subscribe to a lot of different holidays, and you don't even know the background of those holidays and yeah. how they came about. But Happy Valentine's Day! Yeah, go out and spend money on and Tuesday, the, and go out and spend money and increase the economy for their uh one. Watch insane rhetoric. Watch insane rhetoric. Go so, watch Day Night. That's a good one to watch for Valentine's Day. I don't know about that. <laughs> there was some. There was some things in Day Night that probably wouldn't cause them to have a second date. <laughs> but Day Night was good. <laughs> I was thinking of I was thinking about uh reaching out to the person I went out with on date night saying uh, happy birthday. Why would you do that? Just because. Roll with me or <laughs> rolled over. Now this is the last time I'm gonna give you this saying. Roll with me or get rolled over. Ooh, ooh, <laughs> ooh, ooh, we don't ooh. we don't we don't do that. I think I I think it was more of my petty coming out. Oh well, yeah, they put that back up. <laughs> Ain't nobody trying to see that hanging out. No, put that back oh, up. Open the oh. door and put it in. Close <laughs> the door and throw it away at the key. <laughs> Y'all go back and listen to Day Night for Valentine's Day. Y'all see, I got my Valentine glasses on. You know who you remind me of, right? I'm gonna go. I'm gonna show. I'm gonna show my age, which I don't care. You remind me of the black Sally Jesse Raphael, right? Now. <laughs> I had a big red glass on. So what did you do? I might start wearing these glasses all the time, y'all. Okay. <laughs> all right. Okay. Anyway, take us out of here, cause we we sitting up here being silly now. And this <laughs> how y'all. This how I behave when I get sleepy. Just so you know, when I get sleepy, everybody know to stop talking to me when I get like this. Mm-mm. So you can check spaces with us on our Real Talk page. Don't put nothing crazy on there because you know what it is. She's going to call them people. I'm going to sit back and laugh. And then we're going to put a script together and we're going to talk about you on the next show. Will happen. It's been done before. <laughs> so, so y'all can check us out on all social media platforms. You can check us out on Instagram, Facebook. Uh, we're doing better with that Twitter situation. We, we got some <laughs> stuff happening, so it's cool. You can check us out on uh, iHeartRadio, iTunes, I, I whatever. You know, it don't matter. Whatever Spotify, it don't even matter what your social platform is, what you like. Whatever you can do, you can pull in. You can get us on any of the mainstream podcasting sites like Spotify, for instance. Listen. My thing is, just remember to enjoy the ride that is insane rhetoric and have a nice life. It's the holiday coming up. Love each other. 
even after the holiday. We're so happy you joined us for Rebroadcast Monday. Come back and join us on Rewind Wednesday. But until then, just remember to enjoy the ride. That is insane rhetoric, baby.